0: Hey, faithful listeners, happy Tuesday, and thank you for tuning into the P40 Ministries podcast with me, your host, Jen, and I'm so happy you guys are here to hang out with me and to discuss the Bible with me, and we are actually on the last chapter Of Matthew, So we are on Matthew chapter 28 today and we're going to take the next two days to finish out this chapter and we're going to uh, move into Mark after that. So this is really exciting for me because we are moving on to the next gospel and I really love the gospel of uh, Mark as well. It's such a great gospel. I think though if I could choose a favorite gospel I would say it's Luke. I really, really like Luke, and I love the way he writes in general. I think Luke is a really, really cool author. (laughs) But friends, I would love to get in touch with everybody. I know that there's been quite a few new listeners to the P40 Ministries podcast, so I want to thank you guys for joining in. And If you ever need anything, please just contact me at uh, www.p40ministries.com and answer this question for me. What is your favorite gospel? Out of all the gospels, is it Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John? I would love to get to know you guys a little bit better, for sure. So, so definitely join me over there. Contact me, answer that question, and uh, and yeah, that's a great way for you to get into contact with me. I'm also on Facebook, um, but uh, I I'm not always on Facebook, but. I will see your messages if you message me on Facebook as well. But let's go ahead and turn to Matthew chapter 28 verses 1 through 10. I will be reading out the WEB version. Uh, Make sure to grab that cup of coffee or that cup of tea. I've got mine right here in front of me. Last week was just so, so busy for me that I am already exhausted (laughs) this week. Okay that's kind of a joke but it's just last week was very very busy for me and um but it it's been good but anyway let's go ahead and begin reading Now after the Sabbath, as it began to dawn on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary came to see the tomb. Behold, there was a great earthquake, for the angel of the Lord descended from the sky and came and rolled away the stone from the door and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothing was as white as snow. For fear of him, the guards shook and became like dead men. The angel answered the women, Don't be afraid, for I know that you seek Jesus, who has been crucified. He is not here, for he has risen. Just like he said, Come and see the place where the Lord was laying. Go quickly and tell his disciples, He has risen from the dead, and behold, he goes before you into Galilee, and there you will see him. Behold, I have told you. They departed quickly from the tomb with fear and great joy and ran to bring his disciples' word. As they went to tell his disciples, behold, Jesus met them, saying, Rejoice. They came and took hold of his feet and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Don't be afraid. Go tell my brothers that they should go into Galilee. And there they will see me. So we just discussed Jesus being buried in this beautiful, brand new tomb that was very, very close to where he was actually executed on Calvary. In fact, it says that there was a garden right near there. And then this tomb was in that garden. So it's possible that you could actually see the cross from this tomb that Jesus was laid in. And right after Jesus was laid in this uh, beautiful, brand new uh, stone hewn tomb. So it was a tomb that was completely carved out of rock and no one was getting in there. (laughs) Because not only was it carved from rock, like solid rock, it also had a huge stone rolled over the front of it. And the Pharisees on top of this wanted to make sure that no one was getting into that tomb. So they put a guard or two at the tomb's door So that the disciples couldn't come and steal Jesus' body away. And from everything that is being said here and how fearful the disciples were, I really don't think they had any intention of actually stealing Jesus' body. I really don't. The Pharisees were just afraid and they didn't believe in Jesus and just wanted to be as difficult as possible. So they put a couple guards at Jesus's tomb so that no one could roll the stone away in the nighttime or whatever. And so anyway, it says that after the Sabbath, which was a a Saturday back then, we consider the day of rest to be a Sunday nowadays. So back then it was a Saturday. So Jesus rose early Sunday morning. And it says that uh, after the Sabbath, it began to dawn on the first day of the week. So Sunday and Mary Magdalene and the other Mary came to see the tomb. And they probably brought spices along with them to anoint Jesus' body with because during the Sabbath day, which was a Saturday, they were not allowed to do anything because of the rules of the Pharisees. There was a great earthquake because the angel of the Lord had descended down from the sky and had come and rolled away the stone from the tomb. Now, Matthew had mentioned an earthquake before, When Jesus was dying, there was a great earthquake that was actually mentioned by historians, Greek historians back in the day, this same earthquake. And now Matthew is talking about another earthquake. And Matthew had already previously mentioned this one as well, actually, when he said that um, there was an earthquake that had caused some of the people who had died in Christ to come back alive because the resurrection power was so fantastical. It was so great that it probably radiated to other tombs in the area and many of the people who were followers of Christ who had died or followers of God, I should say, came back to life and went and ministered and preached the gospel in the cities. Matthew is the only one who mentions that. And so there was two earthquakes then. There was an earthquake at the beginning when Jesus died. And then there's an earthquake now when Jesus uh, comes back from the dead. And that was probably when the angel descended. It caused a great earthquake that opened the tombs. And these people who were raised back to life were able to leave the tombs and to go and minister. So. It says that the stone was rolled aside by this angel and he was sitting on it and his face shone like lightning and his clothes was as white as snow. There's so many accounts all throughout scripture of this written by so many different authors about angels looking as white as snow and Jesus himself when he is in uh, his heavenly kind of presence, also looking very white, white as snow. His his clothes were super white and everything like that. And so Matthew is stating here that this angel was as white as snow, his clothing and stuff like that, and his face was just shining. And we we hear about that as well. We know that when Moses went up the mountain, which we haven't talked about yet, though we are talking about Moses right now, Moses eventually goes up a mountain, talks with God, and because of God's glory surrounding him, Moses' face actually shone when he came back down the mountain and the people were freaked out. (laughs) The Israeli people were like, what in the world? And they were so scared of Moses that whenever Moses had to go up and talk to God, he had to put a veil back over his face when he came down the mountain because the people were so terrified of him because his face was like glowing. (laughs) So we know that um, whatever this angelic presence is, or whatever um i should say this heavenly presence is not necessarily angelic it it produces some sort of light because we've talked before about how god is the light of the world right you know he was able to take his presence out of egypt and cause that great darkness he was able to cause the darkness when when jesus died on the cross and now you know he is the light of the world so when Anything that comes from heaven basically has their face shining. It's because God's glory is kind of around them. And God is the light. And so it says that the guards shook in fear when they saw him and they fell into a dead faint. They were so terrified when they saw this angel because they were like, what in the world? They saw this angel come out of the sky. The earthquake happened. They see the stone getting rolled away by one being, and this stone would have taken several men to roll away because it was a very heavy stone. And they see all this. They are so overwhelmed that they're shaking with fear from this because they've never encountered anything like this before in their lives. These seasoned guards who are ready for anything can't handle what is happening, and they faint. They are terrified, and it says that they fell into a dead faint, and they don't die. It's just it's just uh, an analogy. They were so they (laughs) fainted so much that uh, they looked dead practically, but they were not dead because another book of the Bible actually mentions the guards uh, waking up and um, the Pharisees paying them off or whatever. So anyway, it says that the angel spoke to the women and the angel was like, don't be afraid. And he says that um, I know you guys are looking for Jesus who was crucified and he was buried here, but he isn't here, he was actually risen from the dead, just like he said. <laughs> I think it's funny that the angel kind of like adds that in. He's like, You already knew this was gonna happen. Jesus had already said that he was coming back from the dead, so why aren't you remembering this? He says, You know, he's not here, he's risen just like he said he would be. And he says, He is going ahead of you to Galilee, and you will see him there. And remember what I have told you. So it says the women ran from the tomb. They were so frightened. They were so scared. And sometimes people like to say that the account in Mark and the account in Matthew um, are a contradiction, but that's not necessarily the case. In Mark, it mentions that the women were so afraid and they didn't tell anyone. They didn't mention this to anyone. In Matthew here, it mentions that the women were frightened and run away, but they go to tell the disciples. Now in Mark, they also mention that as well later on. It says that the women did go and mention everything to the disciples. So one of the reasons why this is not a contradiction between Matthew and Mark is this couple verses right after here in Matthew 28, it says the women ran quickly from the tomb. They were so frightened, but they were filled with great joy. They rushed to give the disciples the angels message. And as they went, Jesus met them and greeted them. He ran into, or they ran to him, grasped his feet and worshiped him. Then Jesus said to them, don't be afraid. Go tell my brothers to leave for Galilee and that they will see me there. So that's why it's not a contradiction. The women were frightened. Mark just doesn't mention that Jesus had met them on the way and said, don't be afraid, go tell them, you know? So Jesus was, Jesus met these women as they were frightened to tell them, look, you don't have to be afraid. Go tell everybody, go tell the disciples that I am here. And so that is why it's not necessarily a contradiction. The other reason is because Mark does mention afterward, yes, the women did go and um, tell the disciples. But when Mark says that, the women didn't go and tell anybody, he was probably saying that the women didn't go tell anybody except the disciples, and they were very fearful. Matthew and Mark both mention how fearful these women were, and no doubt. <laughs> I mean, if you saw something like this, with, with seasoned guards uh, falling into a dead faint You would probably be pretty terrified yourself. So these women are running away and they meet Jesus on the way and he reassures them and they fall down at his feet and he greets them and they're worshiping, they're worshiping him and possibly kissing his feet and just so excited to see Jesus so happy that he is there and he says to them, don't be afraid, go tell my brothers to leave for Galilee and they will see me there. So he reassures those women. He comforts them. He says, it's okay. You don't have to be afraid. I am here. I am doing exactly what I said I was going to do. And I'm going to meet the disciples in Galilee. So friends, this was Matthew chapter 28, verses 1 through 10. And we will finish out this chapter on Thursday. So please definitely join me then. It's going to be a great episode. And I'm just so Both emotional and excited that we are almost done with Matthew. I mean, I I loved the book of Matthew, but I'm just very excited to move on to Mark. I think it's going to be really cool to move on to a new account of the life of Jesus, which is very similar, but also has some different things in it as well. It's going to be really cool to talk about uh, some of the differences and some of the similarities between Matthew and Mark. So friends, uh, please, if you loved this episode, uh, rate it five stars and share it and also subscribe and you can write a review if you want. you know, reviews are so big for podcasts reviews is how basically my podcast gets found by more people. So please rate it and review it. And, um, you can do that either on audible, I think Amazon music might have it, and also on um apple podcasts definitely has a area where you can rate and review the podcast so friends and faithful listeners if you haven't gotten a chance to check out the alive coloring devotionals please do that i'm going to drop a link to those in the bio of the podcast episode so that you can um navigate over there and take a look at the coloring devotionals that i recently illustrated and published and that is a great set that you can do with your children to have some fun activities with them And to learn more about Jesus at the same time. And to also have uh, fulfilling content for yourselves. Because this is just as much for an adult as it is for a child. And so the adult gets some great coloring pictures for adults. And also some great devotionals as well. And you don't necessarily have to do it with your kids either. You can just purchase the adult version and do it alone. Or you can purchase just the children's version and do that along with your kids. But friends and faithful listeners, thank you so much for tuning in this morning. Happy listening and God bless.